0: Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to our December 11th, 2021 edition of the SCL Mortgage Show. I'm Sandy Clough. As always, Larry Jager is by my side, the president of SCL Mortgage. Larry... Winter is almost upon us. Oh, it's very close. Very close. I can tell by the way you're dressed this morning. (laughs) I've still got Uh, my coat on. So, uh, welcome, as always. Thank you, Sandy.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here. I was uh, saying to somebody in the office this week, it was 5 o'clock and it's dark outside of course i I walk outside and it's kind of chilly and she reminded me well december 21st the days are going to start getting longer and i thought okay good that's something i can look forward to
0: that's (laughs) one way to look at it Uh, yes 10 days from now the days start to get a little longer rather than shorter but i assume you're winding down the year at uh, scl more so tell me uh, whether you're pleased with your results for 2021 and if so what are you most proud of in what has been kind of an up and down year in many yeah. respects
1: yeah it has been i think um i think it's been more up compared to 2020 right i mean a lot a lot of positive things happening there's uh, you know the country's <laughs> certainly got its issues but um yes we are winding down uh but in in our world you 're winding down because it 's the end of the calendar or the end of the 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 month it 's the end of the quarter and it 's the end of the calendar year so of course we 're pushing hard to close all the loans possible because we we want to hit our numbers and and so we are winding down, but we're also looking forward to twenty twenty two because loans that we originate now will close in you know january of twenty twenty two so um, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm proud of, Sandy. I am most proud of our people. We have some of the most incredible people at SCL, whether it's our loan officers, our operations people. I mean, we just really, I, I talk about it all the time, but I'm super proud of it because we have such a great team. You know, <clears throat> my son was in uh, in New York uh, this week with his company. He works for a very large company. I think they have like 14,000 employees and he was saying wow this is really a big company and and <laughs> there's so many different personalities and there's this and there's that and and he loves his job but it's a whole different dynamic right so i mean we we what do we have we have 27 people right now and growing we we certainly hope to add more but what a great culture we have what a great group of people and and um, and, and we had a very good year we closed a lot of loans.
0: You know, I've always felt that qualitatively and quantitatively, there's that steady parallel sort of growth. Right. You're not just adding people so that you have more employees, whether it's loan officers or operations people. You're adding quality as you're adding to the numbers. And Absolutely. I imagine you feel very strongly, both qualitatively and quantitatively, that you've grown twenty twenty one at s c l mortgage
1: yeah we we definitely have we've grown we've grown substantially we've grown in in, in many more states and you know i think everybody at s c l is there because they really want to be there it 's not because people need a job they <laughs> look forward to coming to work and they tell me openly that all the time i love working here uh and and i'm not it's i'm not patting myself on the back or or my wife or any of that we just I think it's our culture. We want people to be there because they want to be there. And they want to help as many customers as possible. So we have a lot of loan programs to help people. And if we do it efficiently and effectively and then they come back to us and they refer their friends and family. So yeah, it's not about growing just to have more bodies or more people in a cube or let, let's hurry up and fill the cubes. That, that, no, that, that's not it at all. It's really about getting the right people. Like the, the, the book says, you get the right people on the bus and in the right seat, and then, then you've got a formula that really works.
0: You're the quote, ma'am, but I came across a quote this week, and I don't have it in front of me, so I'm going to have to paraphrase it. But uh, working hard on a job you don't particularly like is called stress. Right, right. Working a job that you really like is called passion. And you have that. plenty of passion at I SCL Mortgage because, as you pointed out, everyone working at SCL and we've had many of them on here as guests right. through the course of the year loves working at SCL Mortgage. Loves what they do, and you get that kind of passion and the spirit of service you're always talking about.
1: You know, we, I mean, we <clears throat> we work really, <clears throat> excuse me, we work really hard at that, and because it's it's important. Um, to have the right people to working with your customers. If they weren't having a ex- good experience, then that news travels faster than, than a good experience does. Oh, so,
0: absolutely. Bad <clears throat> news always travels faster.
1: Isn't that funny? That, but you're absolutely right. That, that, was, that is what happens. So to us, it's extremely important to have people that and, – and we've had people that have said, you know, I like doing this, but I think I would be really good at that position. So, okay, let's move you over there and we'll find somebody to take your spot, your position, your role. And then, so they're happier, they're more effective. Or or we always tell people when we interview them, you know, you may want to do this for a while, but I see you because you like this business. I see you as wanting to grow and we're never going to stop you. We're never going to put a lid or a ceiling on you. If you want to grow in the company, there's plenty of opportunity to do that. So, Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a great year, Sandy.
0: Tell us about your plans for 2022. And we've been kidding about this the last few weeks. But uh, short of going into every state, how much growth do you expect in terms of growing your business state by state in 2022?
1: Uh, <laughs> this number may change too, right? But right now- It'll we, only
0: change going up if you involved in it.
1: That's correct. I, we're, I'm not going backwards I, and I'm not going to stand still either. So, <clears throat> and we do that not just because let's be in more states, but because we have a model that works, that really works. We have a lot of different loan programs. We have a lot of different ways on how to touch people. You and I on the radio, for example, radio and other, in other markets- and it's worked, and it's worked very effectively. So, the natural thing is want to, to be able to offer that to more people. So, more people are in more states. So, right now we are licensed in eight states um, in the country, and 2022 will be 17, or at least that's our that's our plan more today. More than double, more than double, a little bit more. Yes. So <clears throat> maybe it'll be more, but it's uh, I don't see it being less. So. Yeah, we we've, we've got some ambitious plans but uh that's okay. It's it's all fun.
0: What should our listeners do in preparing for 2022? They've got a little less than 3 weeks. We'll talk <laughs> about this subject again before the year is out, but your best advice as we sit here on the morning of December 11th for our listeners in preparation for the next year.
1: Well, I think this is my personal opinion excuse me, that this is a great time to prepare financially for 2022. So 2021 is just about behind us. Hopefully we've accomplished all or most all of the things we wanted to accomplish in this year. But I, I would say because I'm in the business I'm in, let's take a look at our financial household, right? Let's take a look at our budget. Let's take a look at our income. Let's take a look at our expenses, and if there's ways to improve which there very very well may be then let's make that as part of our plan for 2022 and maybe that includes a refi maybe that includes paying off some non-interest deductible debt maybe that means taking some cash out and home improvement it could mean any number of things but i think the the prudent thing to do is to look at your income, your expenditures, and let's see where we can keep more money in their pocket as opposed to somebody else's pocket. There's always ways to improve that. And I'm, I'm, I'm constantly harping on that. I'm constantly talking about there's ways to possibly improve your credit score, which the cost of money equates to your FICO score. So I would say to listeners, let's do that. Let's take a look at your financial household. Every household is different, and let's see if there's things we can do to improve that and have more money in your pocket in 2022.
0: I have to get to interest rates. Uh, We wanted to do that as quickly as possible because you have hinted at the idea that maybe by relatively insignificant margins, but still, uh, interest rates have come down a little bit in the last few weeks, yes. do you still find them to be very competitive?
1: Oh, absolutely, Sandy. Absolutely, they are. Uh, again, I would say maybe not at the all-time lows of the last 30, I'm going on 34 years of doing this, so not not quite that, but the difference from that all-time low to where we are today is very insignificant. Minuscule. It, minuscule is, is correct. So interest rates are still really, really good. Now- uh, we 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 can talk later in the show about what we think is going to happen in 2022. But right. everybody's talking about rates going up, so that that's a concerning thing to me. Right? If rates are going to go up, and and the chance of going up are much greater than going down, as you have so eloquently <laughs> said in the past, there's no room to go down. We're almost at the floor of zero. Right. So the chances of them going up are significantly better than going down. So, uh, But yes, folks, they are still really, really good. And we have a whole array of loan programs and different options for you. And whatever's best for your family, that's what we're going to achieve.
0: The combination of that wide array of loan programs and the interest rates being where they are right now makes it still, am I correct, a great time to buy or to refinance.
1: Oh, absolutely in both cases and buy because interest rates are so low. So as the prices of homes keep going up and up that usually requires a larger loan amount. Well, that's okay because interest rates are so darn low. You know, if you today we've got low low single digit rates as opposed to January of 19, when you and I were talking about five and a quarter, five and a half percent. Think about how much more house you can buy, how much more loan amount you can borrow when you're in the low single digits, as opposed to the mid single digits. So yes, it's a great time to buy. It's a great time to refinance. And, And if it isn't, then we'll tell you that. But If it makes sense, we'll share that with you, and hopefully we can earn your business.
0: 303-790-2222 is the number for SCL Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And as Larry suggested, we will talk next about what is likely to happen with the housing market in 2022. That's coming up on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. All right, Larry, let's talk about 2022. What do you think will happen in the housing market? interest rates your opinion on
1: your world my world in 2022 <laughs> that right? is my world interest rates and housing market and it's an, it is an exciting world i live in so um you know i could give you my opinion and and i will do that but i also wanted to tap into s- supposedly people in the know the people that follow every single piece of information every single piece of data Trends, what Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac is are saying, what FHA is thinking and saying, so I did. I did some research this week and and let's start out with interest rates. They say that interest rates will rise, but still will remain pretty low. so okay, so let's say right now, a 30 year fixed rate, depending on FICO equity, et cetera., et cetera, is in the mid twos, okay? <laughs> so they're talking about in the threes. Maybe the low threes, maybe the mid threes. Still pretty good. Still pretty good. Yeah. I mean one. Compared
0: per- with January 19, as you exactly.
1: Referenced. Exactly. It's still two and a half percent lower. So so yes, uh they're going to go up, most likely, but they're still going to be very, very low. And I can tell you this this is not just coming from Larry, it's coming from stuff that I read. Mortgage Bankers Association um all all the different people that set the rules and and make things happen in in my world. So I would tell people, you know, look for them to go up, maybe not by a whole bunch, but probably up as opposed to coming down. Okay, so so then you ask what about home prices? We've seen crazy appreciation in the last several years. So home prices there the the experts are saying are still going to rise. But not as quickly as they have in twenty twenty one. Which is good, I think. Yes, I like to see my home value go up and it looks it looks great on your personal balance sheet, but if we got excuse me, ten or twelve percent every year, pretty soon. You'd price people out. Exactly. Nobody can afford to buy a house, or very few people can afford (laughs) to buy a house, and we want more people buying houses. So I think it's a good thing. So maybe we fall back to five or six or seven percent much more sustainable than 10 or 12 every year. Okay, so um, what else is going to happen in 2022? A lot of people are saying that current homeowners are probably going to put more equity to work. So because they've gotten so much equity, now I I would caution people, you don't want to use your equity as a checkbook. I mean, it's just, you know... (laughs) You don't you don't want to run out and buy brand new cars for everybody in the household and you don't want to go out and charge up your credit cards and oh don't worry we can do a refi and pay them off no it's let's be prudent about it if there are things you want to do to your house that make sense then by all means you've got the equity there to do that and we talked a couple of weeks ago Sandy about how the conforming loan limits have risen from I think five eighty three to six no five twenty eight to six forty seven, so a little over a hundred thousand dollars. So that means there's there's low rates for people to tap into equity and put that equity to work for whatever reason they want to want to do that. So then, <clears throat> lastly, I would say, or second to last, um, affordable homes are still hard to find. They are that entry level market, but you know what. We are looking at, and some other lenders are looking at, are manufactured homes. Manufactured homes um, may be a great way for people to get into home ownership. Now, manufactured homes are different than modular, and I I could take a minute to explain that. But I think there's going to be a lot more people looking at manufactured homes, and and we can finance them. And they have come a long, long way in their design, in their durability, and the quality of them. And they're significantly less expensive than a stick-built home. So that could be a market that people should look at to have a home and an affordable home, right? So sellers... In 2022, sellers are probably still going to have the upper hand, just because there's not very much inventory. But I would say, don't give up. You know, if you want to buy a home and you've been pre-approved with SCL and you can buy a home, so, <clears throat> excuse me, let's let's make you a homeowner. Let's get you into a home. So a lot of exciting things going on for 2022.
0: Let me ask you a different kind of question. Um, I, I'm sure at SCL, and I suppose this is good advice for all of us, you... Make plans for 2022, but you're always prepared
1: to update those plans as yes. the year unfolds. Absolutely. One thing uh, <clears throat> one thing about projections and goals is that they likely change, right? <laughs> so maybe you exceed your goals, and, and that's great, or maybe you come a little bit short. Um, but goals are goals. You've got to set them so you have something to work toward. Well, we've set them, and we intentionally set them a little bit high, not... Yeah. Because I want to be disappointed that we didn't hit them, but I don't want to blow way past our goals, then we set them too low. So, yeah, we've all, years ago when we started the company, we set these plans and projections and performance, but we do tweak them every year based on how we've done, based on what we want to do. So, <clears throat> yes, the goal is to obviously grow the company help more customers, and uh, <clears throat> and keep talking to Sandy Clough on 143 <laughs> The Fan. <laughs> uh,
0: what about your loan officers or even your operations people? Do they have certain targets to meet? I assume they do.
1: They do. They absolutely do. In fact, we, we, we kind of require that. Uh, we want to see a business plan from all of our loan officers, what they're going to do in the following year. Okay, our folks had really, really good years. I mean – They've done very well, but I say to them, okay, I, I don't want you doing the same thing next year. I want you to do better. I want you to help more customers and then you're going to make more money, right? So how, how, do, you, how do you help more customers? How do you end up being more successful? It usually means more relationships, uh, taking care of your existing customers, your previous customers, and building relationships so that we can do more loans or the loan officers can do more loans. So I like to see a business plan from each and every one of them and because I've been doing this forever I can usually help them. Well, did you think about this? Let's let's do this. Your you have a lot of strengths in let's use Amanda for example. Amanda's been on the air with us. She's a she's a just a big asset she's got a lot of qualities that everybody loves her. She's very smart and she's very driven. So she's creating a team under her. So some newer loan officers can work with her. She can she can sort of mold them and polish them and 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 get them to hopefully where she is. So then she's growing her little business by helping more customers with more team members. So that's just one example, but yeah, we we require that of all of our loan officers.
0: You've talked in the past about homeowners looking at their mortgage statements. So, again, uh, tell our listeners why you think that is so important.
1: Well, you know what? (laughs) I've got an example for you. So I was talking to a gentleman who owns several radio stations in Steamboat Springs, where uh, our show airs up in in Steamboat Springs. And also we do another show that that he um, carries for us. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm, I know something about radio, but I don't know your world. I don't know the mortgage world. And I said, well, send me your statement and let me look at it and we'll give you some advice if we can. So he did that. And he said, gosh, I haven't looked at this thing in months and months and months. I said, do you know what your interest rate is? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> do you know what your principal balance is? Well, I have a, a good idea, but not for sure. So uh, that's why I encourage people to look at your mortgage statement, and if you want help with it, send it into to one of our loan officers, and we can dissect that thing for you. Maybe, Maybe you're in a loan that has private mortgage insurance. Well, let's get rid of that. Maybe you're in a loan that has a higher interest rate than where rates are today. Let's get rid of that. Maybe your escrow balance is X, and it doesn't need to be that much, or maybe it should be more because property taxes have gone up, and maybe your homeowner's insurance has gone up. So there's a lot of good data on your mortgage statement, and it's a one-pager, sometimes two, but usually one. So if you haven't looked at it Mm -hmm. for several months, it's really time to take a look at it. It's it's about your money, so you want to know about it.
0: And to come full circle, that's very much related to your statement made earlier about getting your financial house. In order
1: exactly exactly you can do that by looking at that you know you get you get bills every month for your cell phone or oh, your yeah. you know your credit card statement sure. or whatever well probably the biggest bill you have or the biggest loan you have is your mortgage statement certainly so that would say let's spend some time looking at this statement and understand it just like uh, a credit card statement I got my um uh, my Capital One statement last month and there was these charges on there from Apple, I think it was. Oh, I forgot that we have Apple TV and there's a charge of ninety-nine cents or whatever mm. it is. But um I, I think it's important to look at all these statements. So there's no erroneous charges. There's there's things you may or may not know, and it's about your money. So look at your statements and, and let's make sure everything is accurate.
0: Three oh three seven nine oh twenty two twenty-two, my special mortgage. <laughs> is the website. And coming up on the SEL Mortgage Show, always among our favorite segments from week to week, customer emails. That's next on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, as the SCL Mortgage Show rolls on, we broadcast from 7 to 8 every Saturday morning here on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan, and our weekly reminder that your work is not yet done for the weekend, Larry. You'll be back tomorrow morning between 7.30 and 8, uh, co-hosting a slightly shorter edition of the SCL Mortgage Show with Nate Jackson,
1: which is... uh,
0: flowing along beautifully.
1: It is. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, Nate's doing a good job. He's got a kind of a, a mind like a sponge. He's just t- taking in all this information. He's talking about the fact that he and his wife want to buy the house that they're currently living in, and his, his buddy owns the house, so he's going to do that. So we're talking to him about that. So he's just a sponge wanting to learn everything about mortgages. So it's a fun show, and I, I, I hope people listen.
0: Well, uh we'll get to customer emails. And again, we remind people that uh each week, uh, most every week, we do this segment and they're fresh emails. These yep. are emails that have all come in within the past week. Larry, why don't you uh get started right okay.
1: away? Okay, absolutely. So this came from uh Adrian. It's it's interesting uh people are are so much different, Sandy. Some people are just like right to the point. Adrian says just looking into maybe purchasing a first time home. And then some people tell us the story and the the email goes on and on, which is fine. I don't, it doesn't matter to me one or the other. I'm just happy all of all these emails are coming in. It's great. So Adrian said, yes, just looking into maybe purchasing our first time home. Well, that's, I applaud you for that, Adrian, because I think you're doing the right thing. You should be paying your mortgage as opposed to your landlord's mortgage. There's no benefit of renting other than you have a place to live. But why not live in your house, in your condo, in your townhouse, whatever it is? So and then you get the tax benefits and you get the appreciation. And oh, by the way, we have this what we call our down payment assistance program where we can make it pretty easy for you to get into a house. If you have the qualifying income, you have a 640 or better FICO score, then we can help you with the down payment and maybe some closing costs. So thank you for uh, being a listener. Oh, by the way, she said she came to us via the fan. So thank you, Adrian. Um, okay, so this came from Vincent, <clears throat> Excuse me, who said, my wife and I are looking into a cash-out refinance for credit and home renovations. We've been in our home for a little more than a year, and we intend on making this our final home. Okay, perfect. So... <clears throat> You know, we've talked about this in the past, Sandy, where they've been in their home for a little more than a year and they're thinking, okay, we should maybe change this or change that. Maybe we pay off our credit cards. And I, I know they've gotten appreciation over the past year. I don't, I don't know exactly how much they put down when they bought it. But they've got equity, so they want to tap into that for some really good reason. So we do uh, we do a lot of cash-out refinances right now, Vincent. So uh, thanks for the email, and we're going to be able to help you out. <clears throat> okay, so this came from Michael, who said, um, hi, heard about your BS loan program, and I'm quite sure that's Bank Statement mm-hmm. Loan Program, on a radio station. In Denver Metro, he uh, that would that would be us, Sandy or, or Nate and I on one zero four three the fan. <clears throat> he said, "I hope it works for me." So, oh, and I can tell by his email address, he's a realtor. So he's a realtor. He's self-employed, and he wants to use our bank statement loan program to um, to get a new mortgage. So, thank you, uh, Michael, for being a, a listener. Thank you for your inquiry. And um, maybe you could call me if you're if you're out there and we could talk about possibly having you on the radio as a guest sometime. OK, so this came from Lincoln. Lincoln. Now, I told you we sometimes we get right to the point, One statement. Sometimes we get a little more than one statement. So more of a story here. <laughs> we got a story. <laughs> so Lincoln said, I am not sure if you can help me on my 15 year mortgage at 2.5%. Well, uh, as a matter of fact, we can, because interest rates are lower than that on a 15-year loan. So um, bought my house a little over a year ago. He talks about they also have a rental property Mm -hmm. with a higher rate. Um, He talks about the fact that they want to reduce the term on that. Our credit scores are around 800. Well, that's, that's awesome. Oh, he said, I just heard you talking on the fan with Sandy Clough. Ap- apologies to Sandy if I spelled his name wrong. Well, you didn't. You spelled <laughs> <laughs> you spelled it exactly right. So, Lincoln, thank, thank you for listening. I All hope right. you're listening to us today because uh, we very much appreciate your email and hopefully we'll be able to help you out with a couple of mortgages. Very good. Yes. Uh, okay, so John said, uh, refinanced with SCL about two years ago. I wonder if you can get me a better deal today, well, uh, let's see two years ago would have put you probably around five percent uh John that was so, that time
0: period we were talking about earlier right? exactly January nineteenth
1: January of nineteen mm-hmm. now we're obviously oh, a approaching,
0: little more right, tight in with three years now, but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. That's so good. two years ago, well, two years ago, rates were still higher than today. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we're um, we're probably not refining a 5% mortgage, but maybe a 4% mortgage. Sure. So we can, uh, you can we do can better certainly than that. Do, yeah. We can do better than that. Absolutely, we can. So thanks again, John, for getting a hold of us. Uh, I'm sure a loan officer's talked to you by now. Okay, so this came from Brett, who said... Looking to see what a refinance would look like. Currently have 20 years left on a 30-year loan. Looking to do a new 20-year loan with the same payment, if possible. Maybe pull out some equity. Uh, I'm a business owner, and my wife has a more typical job. So awesome credit scores. And so that's interesting. We got, we got a few things going on here, Sandy. He wants to – he's into his loan 10 years so he wants a twenty-year, which is fine. We can we can do that. Um, maybe we could even look at a fifteen, and he could not cut right. another five years off. Um, but likely, because interest rates are so much lower today, that he could take some equity out, go to a twenty-year term, and still have the same payment. But we can look at a bunch of different right. options to see whatever makes the best sense for Brett and uh, and his wife. So. Awesome credit scores, and um, thank you again for the inquiry. Um, Okay, so, Sandy, this came from Regina, who said, I'm a first-time homebuyer. What I'm interested in, though, is renting to own. Okay, so, Regina, I would want to know why you're interested in renting to own. Sometimes that's referred to as a lease option to purchase. So in, in some cases, that may be okay, but if we could get you into that house, then you own it as opposed to renting it with the option to buy it, right? Because while while you're making your rent payment, and these things can be structured any number of ways. Maybe some of the payment goes toward the down payment in the future, maybe. But see, the thing is you don't get the interest right off when you're renting or leasing, so um, we're, we're going to do what you want us, want us to help you with, Regina, for sure. But let's look at all the options. Maybe we can make you the homeowner as opposed to the rent-to-own person or the lease option person. So um, very interesting email. Thank you for sending that in. We, I haven't, um, haven't heard that much lately. And, oh, by the way, it's, unless you're going to lease option or rent-to-own, the current home you're in, it's very hard to go out and find that because most people want to sell and get their equity. They don't want to rent it uh with you buying it in the future. So anyway, but we're going to we're going to share all of our uh, experience and knowledge with you. <clears throat> okay, so this came from Mark who said, "Currently in the middle of a chapter 13 bankruptcy, I'd like to pay it off early." Well, that brings up a lot of interesting um con- conversation Sandy because there's different types of bankruptcies, 7, 13, 11, but a 13 is for individuals who are restructuring their debt. Okay? So a trustee um has to be a part of that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And and we can do that. The trustee has to approve it, but they always do. So what he wants to do is to get out of that, pay those folks mm-hmm. off, get out of that situation and get behind him and we can do that. So um Interesting. I, I, I'm I'm glad I saw this email because I wanted to. And he can he can tap into his equity, yeah. pay that debt off, and he's got a clean slate. So good for him. All right. So do we have time for another one more? One more? Okay. Uh let's see. Bobby emailed and said Mom and son trying to buy a house. Okay. That's we can do that. I'm assuming mom and son are both going to occupy the house perfectly fine. We have both of you on the note uh, on the mortgage, both of your incomes, both of your credit. You can do that together. You can buy that house and and um, stop renting and, and um, oh, by the way, this came from uh, he says he was listening to the SCL Mortgage Show and it came in on the down payment assistance webpage or page of our website. So <clears throat> now we're going to talk to you about down payment assistance as well. So thank you for the email, Bobby. We appreciate it.
0: Our thanks to Adrian, Vincent, Michael, Lincoln, John, Brett, Regina, Mark, and Bobby for their emails this week. And we will be back next week with more. Again, there are fresh emails every week here on the SCL Mortgage Show. When we come back, Larry will talk about people who might still be out there who haven't yet refinanced and might be in a position to do so. That's coming next as the SCL Mortgage Show continues. 303 790 dot myspecialmortgage.com. This is Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. All right, Larry, we've talked about... Uh Home purchases, we've talked about the possibility of refinancing. Do you think there's still people out there who haven't quite yet gotten around to refinancing? And if so, why would that be? Because we've we've tried to be consistent in saying that while interest rates may inch down, and that's been true over the last month or so. Right. You wait, and it's very possible, uh, though not guaranteed, that interest rates will go up in 2022. Uh, why do you think there are people out there who might be in a position to refinance but haven't done so yet are still waiting? What are they waiting for, do you imagine?
1: Yeah, uh, It's probably life, Sandy. Life is yeah. is busy. Life just gets in the way. Um, but you can't let it get in the way because this is really important stuff, you guys. I, I know I keep harping on it, but if we can save you money, that's our goal. That's what we want to do. But I think it's one of those things that yeah, I've got to do that. I've got to pick up the phone and call SCL, but I don't have time right now. So I I say it's a five. Ten, twenty-minute call, whatever you it's want. It's not an hour or two. No, not at all. And you can get a lot of information in ten or fifteen minutes. And you can do that at night as well, not trying to bust into your family time or your dinner time. But weekends, our loan officers work on weekends. Um, most of them work on holidays and in in the evenings. I know we have loan officers on the phone seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. So. I, I think it's just people are the world is busy. Right? Everybody's busy. We've got our jobs. We've got our families, especially
0: we, this time of year, because you're trying to organize year. holiday plans and so on.
1: Yeah, my um, my wife actually told me she wanted to take tomorrow off because we just realized, oh my gosh, we're <laughs> we're we're, we're going to have Christmas in a couple of weeks, and mm. there's a lot of things she wants to get done. But yeah, it's life is busy. So, but do plan to take that ten minutes. Find it whenever you can during the day or evening and call one of our loan officers and um, let's see if we can save you some money.
0: What are you doing most of when it comes to loan programs right now? Uh, not so much the loan programs themselves, but are you doing more cash outs, people just refinancing their mortgage? I know you keep track of this stuff.
1: We do keep track of it. And um, you know maybe the emails are are a good indication of the answer to your question, Sandy. Um, but we keep track of it. We look at well, we look at our data every month, every week, so we know what we're doing in terms of how many cash out refinances, how many refinances when people are just refinancing the existing mortgage, or you know how many people are buying and what loan programs they're using. So, uh, in answer to your question, we are doing more cash out refinances mm-hmm. today than we are just refinancing what's there. And in our emails that we just read, the eight or 10 or 12 of them, there were a lot of them that said, I want to take cash out for home improvement or paying off credit cards or this reason or that. And it, to me, it only makes sense. If you can get a mortgage in the low single digit and that interest is probably deductible as opposed to a credit card, which has 17, 18, 19, 20% and that interest is not deductible, why not get rid of it? Get rid of it. Now, don't go run it back up, but let's get rid of it, and then you don't have to worry about that. Don't You don't have that burden over your head.
0: And I think I'm right in recalling that you're saying, obviously, don't run it right back up again. But don't zero it out, either. Correct. Correct. You want don't, a little bit
1: on your credit cards and yeah. then
0: proof that you're,
1: you're responsible. You're a good credit risk. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. People say, oh, I'm going to pay this off and I'm going right. to close it. <laughs> right? Don't do not, that. No, don't do that. that. That's not good. Because FICO will look at it and say, all right, how long have you had credit? <laughs> how do you use your credit? And do you abuse your credit or do you have high balances forever on your credit? So it's like Sandy just said, pay it down, use it, pay it down, use it, pay it down. Keep a low balance if you can. That's the best thing for your FICO score, and it's the best thing for your bank account. So, yeah, lots of cash-out refis today, Sandy.
0: I suppose some people out there still have mortgage insurance, and I know you touched on this earlier, but I wanted to get back to it. So you're saying they should get rid of that?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, Technically, PMI or private mortgage insurance is not deductible. So if you look at your mortgage statement and you see it on there, and I can tell you, if you have an FHA loan, you have private mortgage insurance. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You have it. So let's get rid of it because when you got that FHA loan, maybe you needed it to buy the house or you needed it for whatever reason. So that was a good move for you at that time. But today, with all the equity you have, I say, let's look at it and get rid of it, it even if it's a 100 bucks a month or 250 bucks a month. One, you don't need to be paying it, two, it's not tax deductible, and three, get you into a much better loan program. So if you look at your statement and you say PMI, that's private mortgage insurance and you don't need to pay it. So please call us.
0: three zero three seven nine zero twenty two twenty two is the phone number for SCL Mortgage. com is the website. Is it possible? Or maybe more appropriately recommended that people refinance a mortgage, pull out some cash, and then go buy a rental home or an Airbnb house.
1: Uh, that is a that is a good idea if you want to be a uh, um, if you want to own rental property. And <clears throat> rental property, if if you have the sort of aptitude for it, um, I think it's a great asset to put in your portfolio because um, property values have gone up. Uh, property values have gone up more than your pension or your 401 or your IRA over the last several years, plus the tax benefits you get along the way with the interest write-off and the depreciation and, and all that. And if you use a, a property management company, you can write that off. So I know a lot of people do that. They'll take cash out because they want to buy another property. Uh, they may take cash out because they want to put it in their business a self-employed person, it's hard for small businesses to borrow money these days. It it, it always has been, yeah. you, know, I, you know, banks, and not to give you bankers a hard time, but the saying is banks only want to give you money when you don't need it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so... Yes, that is the... They, guys romide. that are self-employed and want to grow their business, want to buy a piece of equipment, maybe your house is the place yeah. to uh, tap into mm-hmm. it. So whatever your reason is, yeah, it's your equity, it's your money, you can right. do it.
0: You mentioned when you were in Florida, I think I have this right, that you stayed in a condo, and that was an Airbnb.
1: That was. That was. It turns out the the gentleman who owned, or he and his wife, owned the condo, and we said, let's, let's go have coffee. I'd like to, to get to know you pick your brain. Because he knows Florida. He's been there for eight years. He bought this condo. It just happened to be right on the water. It was an incredible, incredible rental for us on vacation. Um, and he shared with me that he made $40,000 on that property last year. He said he rented it for, I think it was close to hundred grand, And after, I assume he had a mortgage and maybe he had some other expenses, insurance, HOA dues. But he netted $40,000. So that's pretty good money, right? And for us, it was a beautiful place to stay. So, yeah, back to your question uh, a moment ago. Can you refi, take out some equity, maybe buy a rental property or buy a a property that you want to Airbnb? That's big, big business these days. And people do well on it. Um, a lot of people love staying in him. We stayed in, in it. It was it was fantastic. So, yes, absolutely, you can do that.
0: All right. In keeping with our weekly tradition, who do you like tomorrow? Broncos versus Lions.
1: <laughs> well, I, I got to go with the Broncos. I got to go. But I have some a little bit of concern or doubt given that uh, – you know, what they did last week, they got their first win finally. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with Broncos, and I don't know what the score is, Sandy. You, you tell me. I, <laughs> You've got it better than I. 17 to 13. Okay, I like that. You, All right. Broncos, right? Broncos. Broncos. Yes. 17 13. Yes. I am going to the game with my son, so this Very is going to be fun.
0: Very good. Well, we hope you enjoy it, and, of course, you're – up bright and early tomorrow to do the SCL Mortgage Show from 7:30 to 8 with Nate Jackson. We'll see you next week, but uh, our listeners will hear from you again tomorrow morning, starting at 7:30, with more of the SCL Mortgage Show right here on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan.